Ortiz fights it off center field. Damon running to the plate, and he can keep on running to New York. Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. I can't circle. I don't have my telestrator today, but why? here comes a pizza. See it? <laughs> This is our fucking city, and nobody gonna dictate our freedom. Stay strong. All right, welcome back to the Name Redacted Podcast, America's most beloved podcast, the most downloaded Red Sox podcast in the world. Uh, it is 11.57 p.m. on Sunday evening. Uh, we just watched the Red Sox win a ball game at Fenway. This, this podcast is going to be off the rails. Jake is here. Pete's here. Pat's here. And Sandra's here. And it's... I'm tired of people coming in my fucking live streams trying to make it seem like us being just friends <laughs> is is weird because it's not. No. First of all, it's not weird. And Pat, like, you guys <laughs> broke up, but you're still friends. And still friends. Still great friends. <laughs> Pat, Pat doesn't care that Sandra's over here at like fucking midnight every night just watching movies. Like, it's what we like to do. Uh, we've obviously protected her face for, should we want to keep her anonymous? Um, but I'm just, I wanted to address that off the top after a very big Red Sox Yankees series. I just, I wanted to put the rumors to to rest here that, that Sandra and I are just really good friends. Thank you, Jerry, for doing that. Thank you. Yeah, Thank I mean, you. it's very big of you. Yeah, very Thank big. You. Of this you. is this almost feels like a United Nations summit mm-hmm. to a certain extent. It does. Like, right. We're it does all just kind of like yeah. hashing things out. Yeah. Putting yeah. it all on the table. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, it wasn't awkward with me and Pat. It was everyone no. else was trying to make it a thing. And I'm just like, we're just friends that have like a fuck ton of stuff in common. Yeah. And I mean, Sandra works super late at night. So that's the only time that she can come over is after work. <laughs> So it's like, whatever, dude. Like, I don't judge anyone else's work schedule. No. Friendship doesn't have time constraints. Right. No. no. Right. You if 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 he wanted to, he will. Yep. And that's that's Sandra. She's just like <laughs> Bad is, you're gonna get three minutes into the episode and Bad's gonna be spitting his drink on me. Jared, can you please lead us in prayer? Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. Um, should we all hold hands? Yeah, well, I can't put this gauntlet <laughs> down. Um, oh, no, I there's right. cup holders. Right, no, it doesn't fit in the cup holder. Okay. But, but, all right. Uh, what's, what's tomorrow? Monday? Well, tomorrow's Monday. Merry Monday morning to everyone. Uh, Jared is going <laughs> to Merry le- Monday. Monday morning. Good morning. Uh, Jared's going to lead us in prayer here to start your travel mm-hmm. to your work this morning. And uh, <laughs> and please uh, be somber during this moment. Don't, don't say anything. So right. Okay. Everyone, Jared's going to. Listen, and all right, let's Christ. Let's all hold hands. Okay. <laughs> and listen, guys, if you're watching this, just because me and Sandra aren't having interlocking fingers and Jared and Sandra are, that's not meaningful. I don't want anyone to think anything more of that. So, Jared, please, um, please bow your heads. This is from theologians, by the way. Go ahead. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't going to read from the Bible. I was going to read from my heart. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, I know your heart. It's okay. theologians. <laughs> right, right, yes. right. All yes. Right. Thank you. Okay. Uh, dear Lord Jesus, uh, thank you for, for uh, this podcast. Um, I wanted to say thank you also for uh, the last two Red Sox victories. 
Uh, couldn't have done it without you, Big J. You know, Verdugo, walk off on, what was it, Saturday? Mm-hmm. Walk off on Saturday. That was all the Big J man up there. JC, shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then absolutely uh, uh, undressing the Yankees on Sunday. Thank mm-hmm. you, Jesus Christ, for that. Mm-hmm. Um, any, anything else you guys want to add? Pete. That was a great, that was a great sermon. Yes. Thank you. Thank Theologians you. 522 talks about undressing the Yankees and um, listen, we, we don't want to be gluttons. We, that's what the Red Sox are. We're just could have won already 80 games this year, but we're not gluttons. Mm. And we, we want to, we want to stay with Christ. Um, I'm so going to hell. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. The Lord, Savior, uh, baby Jesus, sweet baby Jesus. Uh, thank you for everything. Um, and thank you for being here with me, Sandra, uh, Jared, Pete and Jake. Um, and we miss Tyler. Do we not we miss, miss Tyler? Tyler? We miss Tyler. We miss, we miss Tyler. Tyler. So thank yeah. you, Lord. Uh, sweet baby Jesus. Thank you, sweet baby Jesus, for everything that you've done for us thus far and continue to do for us. Uh, and I look forward uh, to everything that's coming with me, Sandra and Jared. And <laughs> and um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anything else? <laughs> Jake, I feel like, I mean, you're a fucking huge Christ guy. Yeah, Jake. Jake, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Jake. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thank Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Jake. Thank Hell you, Jake. Yeah, That's from Theologians. Theologians. <laughs> Are we the only ones to hold hands? All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like okay. go on threes. <laughs> All right. Ready? One, two, three. Okay. That was wow. great. That was great, guys. Thank you. That's Thank what you. the podcast going now. <clears throat> All right. Merry Monday. Merry Monday, everyone. <clears throat> big time Monday. Yeah. Big time Monday. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So this is. Uh, this is a very special episode. We're doing the podcast in person. We we couldn't even fit in the studio. We're doing it in my living room because there's uh, five five people here. <clears throat> um, that series started off. Uh, I was I was going to be riding the excuse train. I think Pete, you went to two games. Went to two games. Pat went to two games. Yes, ma'am. Jake went to three, two. I went to all. <laughs> I feel like I fucking lived there. I woke up every day. I was like, all right, going back to Fenway, going back to Fenway. Let's start in the beginning. Let's start in the beginning. Kind of what's uh, what's the first chapter of the Bible, Pat? First chapter of the Bible? It's Mark. Mark. Yeah, Mark. Let's 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 mark it. Mark it here. (laughs) Yeah, let's mark. Mm -hmm. Um, This game on uh, on Thursday night. You had. Josh Winkowski, who, by the way, I did not want to let this get lost in the shuffle. If Josh Winkowski's new bit is just making fun of every team that he pitches against. So good. You have to keep it going now. I've, I have I don't know him. I have not spoken to him, but I've tried to relay uh, this idea to the clubhouse to let him know, like, you kind of just have to keep it going at this point. So Josh Winkowski <laughs> goes out there, gives up six earned runs to the Yankees in five innings. And then proceeds to speak to the media and and speak about how unimpressive the lineup is. This is coming off of pitching at Wrigley Field and saying how uh, stock standard Wrigley Field, one of the most iconic, not just baseball fields, but any sort of professional uh, sporting event venue uh, in the world. And he said it was stock standard and, and not that impressive. So he just has to keep it going. I'm trying to figure out like when his next start would be. But whoever it is, it, it's probably going to be against the Yankees again. He's going to have to go into Yankee State. Yeah, he's probably going to pitch against the Yankees at Yankee Stadium next. 
and he'll have to go in there and just shit on the new Yankee Stadium. I mean, this is probably my new favorite bit of the entire season. Mm-hmm. He absolutely needs to keep it going. Uh, and I, I hope that it, like he doesn't get shelled. But mm-hmm. the fact that he got shelled and then said that made it 10 times funnier. Because mm-hmm. it's it's not funny if you, you pitch well against the Yankees lineup and then you bash them. But right. it's way funnier if you get shelled and you're like, oh, yeah, those guys sucked. But he means it. He like he's dead serious. Like he he just doesn't have a filter. And if you ask him any question, he's just going to tell you how he feels about it. And he just went through. And to add to the ridiculousness of him saying that uh, the lineup was unimpressive. Judge and Rizzo were both sitting. Patch, you watch the game on Thursday? Uh, Yeah. You sure? Yeah, I watched John, Josh Wiskowski. <laughs> also to be fair uh, if he pitched Thursday he's an every fifth day guy he's going to pitch against Tampa not New York that's also probably Is that right yeah that's that also probably won't be funny because he'll just be like yeah the trop's a, a dump yeah and that's not yeah uh, inaccurate. to be fair that sucks I guess we're going to get to that in the, the stop and shop look ahead yeah we'll get there we'll get there fuck yeah. that sucks I wanted him to make fun of the new Yankee Stadium Let's, He'll get there. I'm gonna take a peek. Yeah, he's going. Yeah, be, like he's he go, Thursday. He, then he was Thursday, so he has to be Tuesday. Well, he goes up against Shane McClanahan, so and he's like a Cy Young <coughs> front yeah. runner in the American League. So, do love funny. the idea of being like Wrigley Field sucks, and it's like, oh yeah, you want to pitch at the Trop next? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now you have to go pitch the. If if he <laughs> the move here is to either say that Shane McClanahan didn't impress him if he strikes out like 15, <laughs> I I would do them. Yeah, or if he's just like honestly. The drop might be one of the most impressive ballparks I've ever <laughs> Way better than Wrigley. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> he has to get creative with it. Um, <clears throat> all right. So Thursday. And this, I got, I had, I threw this tweet out there and this must have been last night when it looked like the Red Sox were going to lose the third straight game against New York. Um, it, it, I get how it comes off as a, as a moral victories type tweet, but it's, I I wasn't trolling. I meant it when at that point I was like, all right, the Red Sox are losing again. They started a rookie for the third straight game, but you got to Cole, you got to Nestor. And once Verdugo tied the game in the third game, then now you're talking about now you've, you've gotten to their, their untouchable closer. And yeah, okay, like it's it's moral victories. People are like, oh yeah, you're a big moral victory guy now. It's like, well, the Yankees weren't playing the real Red Sox. Like you had fucking Cutter Crawford out there, Josh Winkowski, who who I, I want in the rotation. Like I'm not going to say that that's like a slap dick, uh, but then Connor Seabolt. Like that's not the t- like if the Red Sox play the Yankees in a postseason series in October, do you think you're getting Josh Winkowski in Game One and fucking? Connor Seabold in game two and uh, Cutter Crawford in game three. No, that's that's not how that shakes out. So I get how maybe it could come off as excuse making. I was just stating facts. That's just what it is. You face three straight rookies and they happen to win the third one. I knew that there was going to be silence there. I knew that that was going to happen. Yeah, this is where we miss Tyler. Yeah, we miss Tyler because he, he's, sure. a, he's a 162 guy. That's yeah, absolutely. Did you watch? Did you watch these games? I watched. Or are you talking about the the Yankee series? The 
Yeah, I went to two of the games. So yeah, I watched. They played four though. Uh, so I missed the, the I missed the first two. Same because mm-hmm. I was away. Got so, it. As soon as I got back, literally threw my my shit in my house and got to Fenway Park. I got I got a lot of work to do in terms of uh, the game counts. So I will be. What do you What do you do now that hockey is over? Uh, I got to cover through free agency, yeah. and then once free agency is over, I don't work. Basically, got it. Got like a month and a half off. Good for you. It'd be great. Um, I'm just gonna say this about Thursday's game. I'll I'll, I'll try and catch. <coughs> I'll try and catch the show up to the part where Pete and Pat were watching. There you go. That's perfect. <clears throat> uh, and Jake, Jake, you watch. Jake, you got games. any takes from the first two games? Yeah, I was in the monster on a Friday night. That one sucked. Um, <laughs> that one did suck. I think it was 930 p.m. in the top of the fifth. And we had lost the game within the first five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> let's let's catch it up to Saturday and start there. All right. Before that. I because I, I want to talk about Cole. This is uh this is no longer an isolated situation with Garrett Cole. Um, let me see if I can get those numbers because they were eye opening. It was his last seven starts against the Red Sox, and they're not good. And that's obviously uh, including the wild card game because he got he got dick slapped in that one too. Okay, <clears throat> since the start of last season. 2021, Garrett Cole has made seven starts against the Red Sox. 34 innings, 37 hits, 23 earned runs, 15 walks, 10 homers, and a 609 ERA, a 153 whip. That's not great. That's not great. And I think, you know, part of that is Rafael Devers, obviously. And I saw Yankee fans being like, well, most of the damage is fucking Devers. Like, yeah, well, guess what? Devers is on the fucking team. Like, yeah, I, how do you, how do you take that apart? Yeah, they're like, oh, if you if you take Devers out of it, it's not that bad. It's like, well, guess what? You okay? I'm just checking. Um, <clears throat> Very nice of you, Jared. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <clears throat> it's just friends. Um, if you take Judge off the team. Yeah, 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 yeah great. Yeah, yeah. The Yankees are are just okay, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, you, yeah. if you take away all the good players, yeah, so your you, team sucks. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Two thousand sixteen. You took me off the team, right? Not a great team. With me on, we're fantastic. I'm sorry. What year was that? Two thousand sixteen. Right. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 It was a good team. It was a good team would have been better. Would have won the World Series if you kept me. <clears throat> so I had to trade me over to Minnesota. Bad idea. <laughs> it was a terrible idea. Terrible idea. <clears throat> I mean, look the way I pitched for, for Boston. It just I was. Great team guy. You think? Uh, do you think your career would have gone in a different direction if you never got traded? Yeah, yeah, I think it would have. You know, a lot of people were talking Hall of Fame for me. <laughs> a lot of people were. Many people. A lot of people were. Yeah, I, mean, I was. I went to Fenway today. You did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, watched the game. And mm-hmm. uh, by the way, first I want to do something. I want to apologize to Jake. <laughs> for Jake, I really, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry for the seats I got you. I know it's embarrassing for you to be in the second row <laughs> behind home plate. Like, I can't imagine someone having to do that. So like, I really wanted to apologize to you for that. Do you accept my apology? Yeah. Uh, it was a tough look. Yeah. I, I, heard people, I heard people behind me being like, oh, my God, is that Jake sitting in the second fucking row? Yeah, that's um, on me. Hand up. It was really hard to see. Like, yeah. I couldn't really make out what was going on. <laughs> you, you looked like you were having a great time. In the I was having show, a great so time. Thank I you. I hope, hope you had a good yeah. night. Listen, you got a picture between John Carlos Sands' legs. Yeah. Um, 
But yes, I wanted to, I wanted to apologize for Have that. Have you found a way to make that your profile picture yet? Because I mean, it's it's tough. It's a tough like crop job. Yeah, I just texted our graphics guy to see if I could make it into a cover photo somehow. Yeah, it has to be. It's like a vertical pick. So <coughs> we'll, yeah, we'll make something happen. So, and, and listen, we'll, you'll be there again. I'm coming back up. Listen, that's uh, hopefully you can not sit <coughs> in the poor people's seats. <coughs> yeah, sorry about that. Won't happen again. Anyway, uh, what was I talking about? Um, you were talking about. Uh, well, I was I was talking about Garrett Cole's numbers against the Red Sox, uh-huh. which became a discussion about Yankee fans saying, "Well, most of that damage is Rafael Devers." Yeah, because yeah, well, yeah, if you didn't have Judge, the counterpoint of that is, yeah, that he, and if they didn't have me in sixteen, he's still on the team. Didn't have Pat Light. In 16. No, they didn't have me in sixteen. Right. So, what kind of glasses are those? Prada. Oh wow. Yeah. So you do have like you do usually make like between like five and ten million dollars a year, on average. Yeah. Yeah, about that. How much exact like how much do you have in your savings right now? In my savings right now? Yeah. Uh, can I can I see your banking app on your phone? Uh I don't know the where I keep my money. It's not an app. I'd have to go. So uh I do what's called a, a high yield savings account. Yeah. And I use it through American Express. American Express does not have a I don't know that I can see it on the American Express app. Okay. So I don't know that answer. If I gave you my actual savings account with the bank that I use, yeah. it wouldn't be that impressive. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> Got it. Yeah. Pat, you know de- Pat definitely keeps his money in like offshore accounts. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't be <laughs> the type of business. I there, do. I there's a lot of moving and shaking in those. Yeah. Accounts. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to make the case that you don't make $5 million a year when you're just like, oh, all right, I'm, I just want to sit front row at Red Sox, Yankees, Sunday Night Baseball. I'm like, that's okay. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, I listen. Listen, I, I texted you or texted the group early. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, listen, guys, do we have do we have tickets? What are we doing tonight? What are mm-hmm. we doing? Yep. Um, you had given the impression that our usual spot might be crowded. Yeah, it was. And I had already looked up tickets. Yep. And I wanted to make a move, so I made a move. You you made a good move. Made a move. And it was a, it was a great move. To, I wanted to buy six, but yeah. I told you that, that they they said the other two were fraud. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, and then they canceled me, so I had to put Jake in the second row. They're fraud. Yeah, Jake never, never. Yeah, they well, they said that they weren't actually for sale, um, and then I uh, so I had to buy the other two tickets, which I bought, and I put Jake in the second row, which uh, he's never forgiven me for. Um, so <laughs> that's kind of fucked up. Like all he does for the show, and that's where you put him. I know. Listen, <laughs> I mean you. You came down set first row. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I I had I known. That uh, that this was an issue for the whole game. I thought I thought we were just doing a little swappy do here. A swappy do, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, it was only it was only two innings. I sat there. Yeah, only two innings. It was like an inning and a half, really. Yeah. We weren't there very long. No. We sat with Big Cass, who uh, we we stole the Section Ten. We can say Section Ten because we were referring to a podcast that previously existed. Yeah. Uh, the Section Ten intro. Uh, as some people know, was the intro that Enzo and Cass used in the WWE. And Cass is a big Yankee fan. So <laughs> I went to the game with him on Thursday or Friday. I can't remember all the fucking days. Every day feels like the same now. Uh, and then tonight as well. And uh, he is fucking huge. There's a hilarious picture on Pete's Twitter right now. Uh, those Instagram two too, right? Instagram too, and yeah. Instagram Lights side Instagram. by side. What is what a height incredible. disparity? <laughs> what a height disparity that we're How talking. tall is he? He's six nine. Oh, this is a few inches taller than I am. I mean, you look jacked on this picture. Yeah, Pete, you look it, great. It's it, many people were asking, "Is this photoshopped?" 
And I don't know if they're referring to the arms or the height disparity or both, but it is an absolutely cartoonish p- picture. Yeah, I, I think they must... Because he does look superimposed because of the lighting like over you. Pete looks great. Thank mm, you. Pete looks, looks awesome. Fantastic. I look like a, like an action figure, like in literal size. Yeah, you look like uh, uh, it, it almost looks like Cass is posing in front of a cardboard cutout of Pete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, love that for me. Yeah, you look great. What a dude, though. He was he's a great dude. <clears throat> he's great. He's a great guy. Um, Is I'm he a big to, Jesus guy? I don't know. Not sure. I don't think so. Didn't come up somehow. No? I don't, really? know, I don't know how the hell it we got through. You guys. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how we got through many innings yeah. without talking about our Lord and it Savior. Is, yeah, right. Lord and Savior. Because, uh, Jared, you do what? You do prayer every second inning? Every, yeah, every, 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 uh, every two other innings. innings. <laughs> yeah, every yeah, yeah. Instead of the seventh inning stretch, Jared has the, yeah. the, uh, right. the alternate yeah, you, inning mm-hmm. praise. Yeah. If right. you haven't been to the State Street Pavilion, you should go there. Uh, every other inning, uh, Jared leads us in prayer <laughs> yes. today. Well, again, we were speaking about theologians. So, mm. thank you for that, Jared. I of appreciate course. that. Of course. It's our Lord and Savior. It's, uh, it's what we do here. Yeah. Um, it's part of the game. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's part of the game. Um, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you. God thank bless you. America. Yeah. Emphasis on the God. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, Josh Winkowski. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Josh. This is his name? Josh. Great guy. You met him? Never. <laughs> hey, who do you think? Who do you think is the bigger Jesus guy? Uh, you or the uh, sign guy outside of Fenway? Oh, the Jesus saves guy. Yeah. Yeah. That dude used to scare me when I was in like elementary school because he would hand out, he would wait outside Fenway by the bridge and he would give out these pamphlets that essentially would so just list gonna, out like, burn in hell. Yeah. All the things that if you do them, you'll burn in hell and. I did all of them. Yeah, little, little did you know that that guy would put such an influence on your life that you'd become a, a Jesus Yeah, guy. he right. basically becomes your mentor. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So now Jared, every time he's at Fenway, if you haven't seen Jared at Fenway, you should see him at, J- at Fenway because he has these pamphlets he gives out. Like, <laughs> yeah. power, ranking, power rankings of, of yes. Jared's Lord and Savior. Yes. Right. Jesus, number one. You hear that? Yep. Sign guy, Jonathan number two. Jonathan Papelbon. Mm-hmm. Sign guy, number two. Sign guy, number two. Mm-hmm. Sandra, please. Come on. Sandra, where are you going? She's going to get a pizza. Oh, she's going to get the pizza. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a tough edit for Jake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll figure it out. Yep. Anyway. You know where you're going, babe. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Wait, what was that? <clears throat> Josh Winkowski, man. <laughs> five innings, six earned, the five <clears throat> walks, two homers. Mm-hmm. We don't love that. Yeah. Uh, but it happens. Garrett Cole's line, six innings. Five earned, three walks, and two homers. So, I mean, people wanted to chirp Winkowski for being, oh, yeah, you fucking suck, and you're going to criticize our lineup. Garrett Cole sucked just as bad as, as Winkowski in that outing. Listen, we could talk about Thursday all you want, but you have to go to the front desk. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought we heard a knock. That's what I thought, too. Oh, I might not hear that knock. Okay, listen, we can talk about Josh Winkowski. We can talk about our Lord Savior Jesus. Yeah, of course. We can talk about all those things. Yeah. I think that you put out a tremendous tweet. We really want to talk about baseball. Okay. I think Jared put out a tremendous tweet. What was the tweet? When he talked about how this series was never about winning the division. Yes. 
It was about seeing if the Red Sox can make a run at the Yankees in seven game set. Now, obviously, mm-hmm. that wasn't the exact tweet, but that's what I, I took it as. Right. And it's 100% accurate because you put Chris Sale back here, you put Nathan Avaldi back in here. They're not going to see, uh, you know, I put uh, $1,000 on the Red Sox money line. Um, when? Yesterday with, oh. with Cutter Screwball, whatever the hell his name was. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we won. Listen, it wasn't Nathan Avaldi, it wasn't Chris Sale, but I, I, I put $1,000 on Cutter. Cutter Screwball. Cutter, are you mixing up Cutter Crawford and Connor Seabold? No, no. It's Cutter Screwball. <laughs> Cutter Screwball. Cutter That's Screwball. He did, did a great job. And boom. Boom sauce. I win a ton of money. And, and I win a ton of money. But you're not seeing... The, and listen, of course, uh, Judge and uh, whoever, Stan, were out of the lineup. Was it Stan that was out of the lineup with Judge? Stan was out of the No, no, no. Uh, uh, Rizzo. Rizzo. Rizzo and Judge um, were out. But... You're not seeing the same. You're not going to see the same Red Sox team. And we proved this weekend that the Yankees do not want to see the Boston Red Sox in, in October. There's absolutely no way they want to see us. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, I'll, I also agree with the like enough about the division because, like, we know Ugh. we know the Yankees are going to win the division. Yeah. We you know that tweet. there's been a lot of space between first and second place and everybody else. I get it. Cool. Congratulations. You're going to win the division. Probably. Are you going to be happy with that? Like, you can't tweet about the Red Sox or the Yankees without getting a million replies about the standings. And I've been saying it for, I don't give a fuck about the division. I just want to get in. I just want, and that's how I felt last year. I felt the same way last year. And I know people were all butthurt last year because the Red Sox were in first place at the trade deadline. And then they were disappointed with what happened uh, at the trade deadline. Like, oh, you didn't do enough, this and that. And then you had Tampa run away with things. And, you know, I said on Section 10, which is the name of the podcast, um, I was like, I would love because the Red Sox had never played in a wild card game before. I was like, I would love a scenario where you had Red Sox, Yankees, Fenway, one game playoff. That atmosphere would be fucking electric. And guess what? It was. It's not always. I mean, like, yeah, of course, the goal is to win the division. The goal is to put yourself right. in the best position to win a World Series title and having the best record in baseball and winning the division. That's that's the goal. That's what you want to do. Well, guess what? The Red Sox are fucking like, what, 15 games back? Yeah. At, we're not even at the break yet. All right, fine. If if the ship has sailed on the division, they're in the top wild card spot because Tampa and Toronto both lost tonight. So it's not a super healthy lead, but they have the top wild card spot and they've got a, a nice lead on, on, on their stiffest competition to, to challenge them for the top spot. I, I, I don't think it's a loser mentality. It would, if, if we were still talking about, you know, uh, at this point over a hundred years since the Red Sox won a world series, then it would be like, that's a loser mentality. Like you just want to get in. Like now it's like we've seen championships. Like now it's like, yeah, this team at the beginning of the year did not have expectations of world series or bust. If it was, if, if we were the Dodgers and in that position, they spent all this money, they made all these trades and they, you know, all this shit, all the expectations. That's a loser mentality. Like if you're a Dodger fan, it's world series or bust with the Red Sox. No one was like, this is the fucking team that's going to absolutely throttle everyone like 2018. No one was saying that. Well, not only that, it's like, would I love to have a 15 game lead at the all-star break in the division? Yeah, for sure. But like winning the division is not winning the world series. So you are still going to have work to do. Uh, and also the fact that 
<laughs> the fact that uh, you. What the fuck is this? God damn it. You high, dude? <laughs> no, I just got distracted. Uh, no, the fact that you uh, that you just got your ass kicked in the final two games of the series or kind of choked away the final two games of the series. Yeah. Not not a not an encouraging sign. Yeah. Like and the, and it's like a, the the Yankees are not, are not like a middling team that have a 15 game lead in the division right now. It's like they've been out of their mind for the first half of the year. Right. And they earned the 15 game lead. I'm not trying to take that away from them, but like that's can't be the goal for the Red Sox right now. If the division is that far away, you got to get better and you got to close the gap. And I think they're doing a pretty good job. So essentially what I was trying to say in that tweet (coughs) with the Yankees having an absurd, ridiculous lead in the division. It this it was not about the division. It wasn't about hey, let's fucking let's sweep this series and get within eleven. <laughs> like <laughs> that's not what the goal was. The goal was because the last time the Red Sox played the Yankees was the literal first series of the season. The first series of the season. This was about can you hang with them? Because they're the best team in baseball. They have the best record in baseball. People aren't even talking about like, oh, what are the World Series odds for the New York Yankees? It's are they going to break the single season record for the most wins by a team ever? That's the conversation around the Yankees. So you, they're coming into your house, four games set, and it like, can you hang with them, Sandra? The fuck? Jesus, Sandra. Can you hang with them? And I think at coming out of this, yes, you can. I think it's a series split, 2-2, series split. I come out of that feeling like the Red Sox won. Just because even in the games that you lost, you, you beat up on Garrett Cole, you beat up on Nestor Cortez, and then the other two games you won. So uh, that feels like a win to me. Uh, it's 100% a win. And the thing you have to consider here is if you always put yourself in other people's shoes, if I'm on the Yankees right now, I'm or even if I'm a Yankee fan, you're thinking about, oh, this team. All right. Well, this is a this is a, a weekend you highlight. And now you came away like, well, shit. All right. Well, our two of our guys got fucking fucking rocked and we ended up winning those games. We had to score a ton of runs to do so. And now this this Red Sox team dropped five or more runs in all four games. This is a good team. And if I'm a Yankee fan, I'm a little nervous to see this team in October. There's no doubt about it. I don't care how much. That's the thing about the playoffs and that's the thing about baseball. Is it doesn't matter how you do in the regular season. Yeah, you might get some home games. That's great. But it doesn't matter how you do. You either you perform or you don't in the, in, the, in the playoffs. And historically, over the last decade, the Yankees have not performed in the playoffs. And the Red Sox have. So, uh, listen, we're in a good spot. And listen, and the other thing people are talking about right now on Twitter, Buster only just tweeted about this. They said that not only are the Yankees not playing, you know, historically not good in the playoffs, but if Pat <laughs> Light shows up, they're horrendous. So they're talking right now, if, you know, the Yankees might try to get me banned from the Bronx so I don't show up to the games. I understand that. I understand that, too. I understand it. You know, especially because, you know, you're sitting, you're sitting front row yeah. in the Yankees on right deck their circle. Right yeah. in their kitchen. Right in their kitchen. And listen, you're the last thing they see before they have to go up there and, and face the fucking wrath of Ryan Brazier. Ryan, listen, you don't think when, when Aaron Judge stepped into that, that on deck circle and saw me, who he bet a career 230 off of, you don't <laughs> think that he's like, shit, Pat's here. 
And then boom, he's got to go see Brian, Ryan Brazier. Right. Now, he, you know, he might not be that intimidated by Ryan, but after seeing me, oh my God, he, guys, I he's saw like, him. He Pat, was, Pat told Ryan all his secrets yeah. uh, that he has. He's like, oh me. shit, Pat's here. Yeah. That's exactly what he said. Everyone was talking about it. Buster tweeted about it. Everyone tweeted about it. I actually, I saw Barack Obama tweeted about it too. Obama did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it did. Me and Barack, we're good friends. Yeah. And he was talking about it. He, was, he called me earlier today. Yeah, what did he say? Yeah, he said, Pat, uh, <laughs> what's up, man? I was like, hey, Barack, first let's start prayer, which he wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to. Um, and then listen, we talked we talked, we talked extensively about what I did with Aaron Judge. Right. And Did he listen, ask you your approach? He asked me my approach. Everyone yeah. knows my approach. It's 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 domination. It's always strike one. Strike one. Strike Let's one. get that strike one out there. Yeah. Uh, but listen, Aaron was the only person not intimidated by me today was Josh Donaldson. Josh yeah. Donaldson saw me. It was like, oh, this is fantastic. I hope he told the guys what he does because mm-hmm. he did. He did. He did tremendous things off me in the big leagues. But everyone else. Listen, Anthony Rizzo, who never faced me, he was concerned. Uh, a lot of people were concerned. So that, that's what happened. And, and listen, Major League Baseball is already talking about me not going to the, the playoff games. Right. Yep. I, I hope that you get to go, though. Listen, I'll, <laughs> I'll figure out a way in. Let's see how much money you really have. If, if, if it's uh, Game 7 of the World Series, like, would you spend the money to be behind the on-deck circle? Oh, listen, uh, that's, that's going to happen. I, I, I got to put, put Jake in the front row, though. You help me. <laughs> I mean, I'm still kind of pissed on on Jake's path. By the way, you mentioned Aaron Judge. I met him in this series. Mm-hmm. I met him. How'd that go? Uh, what day was that? Friday? Yeah, Friday. At Fenway. At BP. Uh, I'm talking to my close personal friend, Aaron Boone. Mm-hmm. Ma- manager of the New York Yankees. Um, never won a World Series, though. Uh, no, never. No. Uh, so tough, he, tough finish of the series for Aaron Boone. Mm. Got yeah. thrown out before even early, exiting the early dugout. shower. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a bit early. I thought there was an early trigger. He went at he went at both umpires there, first yeah. base. I don't know, third base and home plate. Yeah, a lot of people are asking about that. You go after. That. I'm pretty sure third base was the crew chief. That's why you go after him too. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. So I'm talking to Booney, and uh, Booney. Yep. Mm-hmm. Close personal friends. Of course. Um. I mean, it's a different bond than the one that I have with Sandro. We had just, you know, I think it's with Booney. It's more just like we we both love baseball, and uh, mm. with Sandro, just something just feels different. Yeah. Well, you both love scary movies. We love scary yeah. movies. Um. Anyway, Judge, you were you so were we're talking about Aaron Judge. Judge. <laughs> talking about Aaron Judge, and uh, you know, he just walks up and uh, <clears throat> introduces himself. He says, "I'm Aaron," and I said. I'm Jared. We shook hands. He said, I know who you are. And I said, oh, you're, you're a big fan. He's like, yeah. Uh, and then he was like, do you mind? He's like, I know that like, I know you're working right now, but do you think I can get a picture with you? And I was like, you literally just acknowledge like, you know that I'm fucking working mm-hmm. right now, dude. And he's like, I, he's like, I, I normally, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ask, but like, because I'm such a big fan and like, I don't know if I'm ever going to like run into you again. Of course would you would you please take a picture with me and i was like i'm not gonna say this again dude mm-hmm. like i don't want this to get awkward between us but i'm not taking the fucking picture right now unbelievable and uh the audacity some people have yeah i mean it, it's fine like i i get it um like if i'm if i'm at the game and i'm in the stands or you see me around the park or whatever uh happy to, happy to take picture stop chat whatever you want to do a video together let's do it but when I'm on the field, I'm fucking working. 
And and this guy, I mean, I get it. Aaron Judge, big deal, you know. It is what it is. Like I would 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 how outrageous would it be if I walked up to the batter's box while Aaron Judge was trying to hit and was like, "Hey bro, can I get a picture?" That's ex- that's essentially what I he means. Some people just lose all sense of societal norms when they meet somebody that's like either famous a hero. or they look up to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so clearly Aaron Judge is one of those guys who just can't keep it together when he meets somebody who he just idolizes. I've never seen so. him get like that either, which is I don't know. I don't know. It was it was weird. Um Jake, what's your take on that? Yeah, that's pretty weird. I mean, I <laughs> I sort of experience it a lot when people come up to take pics with me. Like, yeah, recently going to games, it's been kind of brutal. Like, I'm just trying to watch a game. Like, I'm working. I got to pay attention right. to the socks. And it's like, right. and I got to pick. Like, oh, my God, another one. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I, I know where you're coming from. Right. Jake turned out a lot of people today because he was in the second row. I literally yeah. saw a kid literally piss his pants when he saw Jake. What? Just today? He could not control his excitement. Uh, and Jake gave him the finger. Did you? Mm-hmm. Why did he Dude, piss fuck his you, pants? Because he's just so excited to see Jake. Where was that? It like? wasn't like a full piss. It was just a little bit dribble. Half piss. Yeah. I'd piss my pants for Jake. I'd, I'd do it right now. I'd piss my pants for Jesus, too. Speaking of that. Speaking of let's that. Let's do our midway prayer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> our our uh, halfway through the pod prayer. Yeah. Jake, right. please. It's been, it's been two hours already. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to hold hands. I'm in the middle of pizza. That's fine. Okay. Who's is Jake leading this one? Yes, Jake, okay. please. Jake. Please. <laughs> well, I've loved you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Pete, don't forget that. Sweet baby Jesus. Thank you for getting us halfway through this pod. I mean, it's been a great night. Some people are saying the best pod ever. <laughs> a lot of people are saying that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah thank Pete, you for everything. Hang your fucking head, please. Yeah, Pete, Jesus Christ. Jesus, what is Pete doing right now? Um, That's crazy. Yeah, thank you for everything you do for us. And you, you thank stupid Jesus. Yeah. Okay, please make sure that's known. Well, I said that. <laughs> he opened with No, that. no, he's going to say it multiple times. Okay, right. <laughs> People know that. Yep. Um, And yeah, let's uh, let's get some more sweeps this year. Sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you can If you can dial that up, that'd be pretty great. Love everything you do, and uh, <laughs> he loves everything <laughs> sweet baby Jesus does. <laughs> Amen. Amen to that. Let's, let's crush the second half of the pod. Mm-hmm. If you can Amen. dial that up, <laughs> if you sweet baby Jesus, I, if you can dial that up for us, I love everything you do. I love the. I, I love everything <laughs> you do, Sorry, Sando. I'm a big fan of your work. Crime. Give me some more pizza, please. Mm. Oh, all right. Keep up Tears the work, guys. Excuse me. Uh, no, you don't exist. You don't exist. But what does exist <clears throat> is the DraftKings Sportsbook, which, uh, by the way, what perfect timing that uh, ESPN Sunday Night Baseball would wait until the Yankees were getting their fucking doors blown off to debut my DraftKings commercial on uh, ESPN. What a moment for me. Even Yankee fans are tuning in to watch their team maybe try and come back against the Boston Red Sox. Not only are they not going to do that, but then you also have to see my face talking about the DraftKings Sportsbook. 
an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. New customers can bet just $5 on any game and get $150 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn another small bet into a big payday this baseball season? You can do that with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total runs, extra innings, and more. I think, uh, what was my, did I do a same game parlay? Uh, I might have I might have missed that one last week. Can't I don't remember. think it hit. <clears throat> I don't think it hit last week. Um, I'm going to have to get back on the horse this week. Right now, if your same game parlay doesn't hit, you can get a free bet back up to $10. So people like me, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. All you got to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code Jared. New customers can make any $5 MLB bet and get $150 in free bets no matter what. That is promo code Jared only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. MLB trademarks used with permission. Uh, so I, I did the state of the nation video after the Red Sox won tonight, Sunday, and people were trying to tell me that I was trolling with what I was saying. I meant every word that I said, I said, wow, the Yankees really aren't that good. Garrett Cole knocked around. Nestor Cortez knocked around. And I realized that it was, uh, was it the, it was an inherited runner. It wasn't, uh, Clay Holmes. It wasn't his runner but i mean you bring your fucking lights out closer into a game and there's a runner in scoring position you expect him to leave that inherited runner on base he didn't uh if franchi cordero doesn't fuck up on thursday that's a 5-5 ball game going into the bottom of the ninth for the red sox who i'm not going to say that's an automatic win but the red sox probably win that game you take 3 out of 4 in this series and that one game that you do lose, it's like, all right, yeah, fucking, it's a rookie. That was that was a Connor Seabold game. You were never winning that game. I know David Price probably thought that, <laughs> that, that, uh, that the Yankees are about to get carved up by Connor Seabold. He's a big fan. And I, I like Connor Seabold, but I mean, shit, that's, that's a professional lineup that he faced. And realistically speaking, the Red Sox should have taken three out of four in the series. You beat two of their best starters. Even Jamison Tyon, who uh, he went on Sunday, he's been pretty good this year. You fucking put six up on him. You were down four nothing. The Red Sox had nine unanswered runs in that game. So I don't know about you guys. I'm not. I'm not trolling when I say that I come away from that series being like, yeah, the Red Sox were better. I, they need to get a, a first baseman that can play first base. I know I've been talking about Josh Bell for a while now, <clears throat> um, mostly because of the offense, but like Bobby Dahlbeck's defense is obviously substantially better than Franchi's. Uh, the one thing that we haven't talked about in terms of things that stood out from a bad, bad side of things, uh, the Christian Royal play, not oh, his man. fault. It looks bad. Not his fault. You ever fucking, uh, I guess I'm just asking Pat. Here. Yeah. Uh, losing a ball in the lights. I play baseball. You can ask me that question at night. Yeah, you ever lose a ball in the lights? Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, it's also. I also played uh, when I before I realized that I can barely see, so I could couldn't see anyway. So, do you have do you have contacts? Yeah, 
You do? I like literally can't see without them. Mm. So that That's explains why my baseball career didn't really go anywhere. That explained that that was it actually, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you uh did you ever play the outfield pat? Mm-hmm. Are you good at it? It's fine. Did you, you lose the ball, ball in the air? No, the thing is, it is a little odd to lose the ball. Once it goes up, like once it comes off the bat and into the lights, if you don't see it come out the other side, that is a very... The lights are not that low. I don't blame him for losing the ball in the lights. It was more the reaction after losing the ball in the lights that got me. Yeah. It was... I've never seen anybody respond in that way. Usually, you're like... Panic, panicking, looking around, seeing if you can find it anywhere in the sky. It more looks like he kind of just like set his attention on the infield and was like, I can't see. Yeah. I don't know what you want from me. I <laughs> yeah. cannot see the ball. Yeah. Don't know what you want me to do. Uh, I've never seen anybody react that way, but it was hilarious. Yeah, I feel bad. I feel bad. I mean, that sucks. Like <laughs> Red Sox, Yankees, you're losing in the game. At that point, I think it made it seven to two. Uh, you needed a nice little relay to cut down Joey Gallo at the plate for saving that from being an inside the park home run. Um, But that is just, it's got to be a top three most helpless feeling in the world when you've got everyone screaming at you uh, like it's over there. It's like, what does that mean? (laughs) Like it could be anywhere. Yeah. Like that's, oh man, I, 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 I could feel his pain from from that experience. But um, if there was any game that you were going to do that in, it, it was that one. Because like the Franchi play, that that led to a loss. That Royal play, they were going to lose that game anyway. Like they got their fucking doors blown off. Um, obviously, like he, the viral clip and it becomes a meme. Sure, like that part of it sucks. But at the end of the day, uh, that play does not cost the Red Sox a game in this series. No. And it helped, helped us see uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. Uh-huh. take the mound. That is a great point. I totally forgot about that. I totally scrubbed that from my mind. He, what, what was like the highest velo that he hit? Like 93? I wasn't paying close attention. I, uh, I was drunk at a bar in Montreal and the Red Sox game was on for some reason. And I turned and Wait, I looked. what? You were just in Canada? It was. Mm-hmm. Quebec. The fuck were you doing in Canada? NHL draft. Yeah, keep up. Sorry, I don't do literally fry uh, Saturday. Got home, threw my bags in my house. I literally said this like twenty minutes ago on the podcast. Drove five when hours the fuck from, did he say that? from Canada. Remember, so he he was in he was in Montreal. He came back on the, on the plane way plane plane back. He led him in prayer. He drove oh back. right, he right, right, yeah. See, that's my yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yes. course, of yes. course, I remember. Drop my bags off. Yeah. Went immediately no, no, straight to Fenway. I put it. I put something in the group chat. So who wants to go out tonight? It was not the same night, but similar time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. How about, how about last night? It was trying to go out. Well, me trying to go out. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Pete texts the group, call mm-hmm. me a, some expletive names if I decided to, to, to bail. And then he tried to bail. What did Pete call you? I believe he said puss. I think puss was the... Mm-hmm. The terminology that I use. Yeah, and then he got I got a text in the group. We all got a text in the group saying, I had him to call him tonight, guys. <laughs> at golf in the morning. Well, like, this he, mother, in my six, defense. Four texts later. In my defense. In my defense. Oh my God, uh, me, and, me and Pat 
been people you always say it you're like you guys are gonna have a good time hanging out yeah you guys first time pat's come here this season yeah since we've known each other yeah i was looking forward to to ripping it up with pat seeing what that's about yeah and uh seeing what that's about and and last night was not what that's about like no we didn't definitely really not get like no, a no. full like pat but experience. like but pat we were talking about going out pat was like i don't know if i'm i don't know if i'm feeling it don't know if i'm gonna do it for for that to come from pat seemed yeah. like a slap in the face yeah I, uh, yeah that's not pat but, first, off, first off first off i can go to the chat okay yeah no but i'm explaining where i was coming from that's great okay let's hear it. Uh, all right so you you say i don't know if i'm gonna go up i say uh pat Big puss move. If you don't go out, okay. I said I'll, I, I'll kill you. Maybe I think I. Uh, I, can, I, can, I got the chat. All right, all right, bring up the receipts. Okay, let's bring up the receipts. Uh, I said anyone doing anything after the game. Jake responded, "I'm doing whatever you're doing, Pat. Love that from you, Jake. <laughs> Love that from you." Uh, Jared said that he's going to do heroin tonight. If the Red Sox win. I uh, said that. Yep. Oh. I, and I said my night was very dependent on what happens in the inning, which was the last inning. Uh, Jake then said, he, if we win, I'm renting out the grand. I want to make clear <laughs> that uh, we did win. Uh, the grand was not rented out and Jared did not do heroin. Mm-hmm. Uh, not I, while you were Then there. something happened. I forget what had happened, but the Yankees, it took the lead or something. So I said, see you tomorrow. And then that is when Pete responded, Pat, if you puss out, I'll kill you. <laughs> I, resp- I responded that I've been drinking and talking oh you were talking to some lady in a box that's why i was i said i've been drinking not talking to some lady in a box for the last three hours you were talking to some nice lady in the box right she was talking to me she was talking to you what box i was in the right field box there was there was a woman that i was sitting next to oh would not stop talking to me throughout the entire game did she know who you were no had no idea and like wasn't really saying anything wasn't wasn't like substantial conversation i was not returning fire uh she's talking in my ear and like, uh, but most of the time, just like commentating on things in the ge- that were happening in the game, and I was not responding. Just wouldn't stop talking. It was a very, very miserable experience. Continuing on here, uh, I <laughs> said that at ten fifty one p.m. At ten fifty seven p.m., I double texted the group. Okay, I'll go out. <laughs> no one had a, had a text to the group trying to get me to convince me to go out. But I just said I would. Well, that was when that was when the rest won. Yeah, that's when they won. Yeah. And yeah. then I resp- said again, uh, three minutes later, okay, are we doing something? And then 11.01, I said, I'm at some weird spot with rap music on. And then Jake said, he's going to cap, it's a capo or capo? Capo. Capo. Uh, I responded, you have 0% chance of me going to Southie. Uh, then he's on Lansdowne. We're going to do all that stuff. And now we're, yeah, there's so some other. Here, here's, here. here's where the energy was lost a little bit on my end. Mm. we were trying to figure out where to go. We couldn't figure out where to go. I came back to Jared's apartment. Me and Jared hung out here. He put on Careless Whisper and mm. it played on loop for 30 minutes. Uh, we were trying to figure out where to go. I lost a little bit of steam in the in-between and there was no movements being made whatsoever. I had a 7.30 tea time the next morning and this was, we were, we were hitting the midnight point and we had no plans in place. So I was like, okay, I'm going to call it. Okay. Okay. So he's lying to the, to the, to the pod. So he, he's lying. He's to lying. The pod. So I congregate at Jerry's is what Pete said. 1124 PM. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, I'm not, I feel like that's the wrong move. I'm not going to want to leave. I don't want to leave the bar and go to the park. Cause I feel like I would, I'd, I'd get tired. It's a smart move. Yeah. On your part. So Pete said, as he say, staying to the pot, someone just pick a place. I responded. Not one minute later. 
with I'm with Jake at Lucky Strike. Pete then asked if there for a question asked a question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I respond to the question. And then Jared chimed in on about that same question. Um <clears throat> And then that is when, so I said I am at Lucky Strike at 11.32 with a plan. At 11.49, Pete says I'm calling it because I'm, I'm golfing at 7.30. I said Pete, and then I'm pretty sure I immediately called you. You did, yeah. And I think that to your to your credit, you were very understanding of my situation. Mm-hmm, I was. And you were like, I'm, I will give you a pass. I'll give you a, I'll I'll give, you a pass. I'll give you a pass. Uh, but what, what will be required is that if I'm giving you a pass, you're going to make up for it tomorrow. Yeah, you were locked in. And I I was totally cool with that. Yeah, you were. And I, I gave was, it a pass. Jared then said he was bailing. I told him I no, that's not true at all. Yeah, you were you weren't coming out. No, no. You I I specifically stayed silent on the matter. Yeah, you you waited you were waiting. Yeah, so you called Pete when we were out here on the deck. Yep. And Pete was going to take your pass. Mm-hmm. And then you called me not realizing that I was standing next to Pete. Mhm. And then you said, uh, listen, I can only give one pass per night. Of course. And you then, the and then the I was like, all right. I was like, where are you? Where can I find you? And then immediately we walked over. Yeah. yeah. I never and said I wasn't going out. So I, I ended up going because uh, Jared wasn't particularly amped to go out. Really, right. Jared? That sounds insane. Right. Him. right. So <laughs> it, shocking. Jared was like, uh, Jared was waiting to see how it played out. Mm-hmm. And so. You know, if if Jared was gonna to to call it and I was gonna call it, then I think that we would have just planned for for Sunday. But when Jared decided that he was going, I was not going to be the only asshole that didn't go. Mm. Mm. So good move. I good I, move. I, I I tagged along and it was a good time. Great time. I just played horrible uh, on the golf course on <laughs> I Sunday, I but it was uh, it was a good time. We had, I mean, how many McGillicuddy shots did we take? You. We didn't take all of them because there were just ones leftover ones sitting on the bar for yeah. like three hours. You have the psychopathic move of ordering 10 McGillicuddy <laughs> shots at once for nobody in particular nope. and then just leaving them on the bar. <laughs> yeah. A la carte for the rest of the night. <laughs> Listen, sometimes I don't think counting how many people are with me. So I just say there's 10. So let's get 10 shots. I, I believe that you you phrased it in a particular manner that made me laugh. You're like, if there's three, I order five, and if there's six people, I order ten, and oh, if yeah. there are and if there are ten people, I order twenty. Yes, if anything over if there, <laughs> I was like, if what I are believe you talking about? If I believe there's over ten people, I'm just ordering twenty no matter what, just because I just want to just do that. If there, if I like, just because I just want to do that, I just want to do that. Yeah. If there's like three to six people, I'm just gonna order. I'm just gonna order ten. Call it a day. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, uh, Jake, did you throw up last night? You didn't? You're Jake. lying to me? Are you? Please? Did you? No, I can take a couple of McGillicuddy shots and it, hear it. You probably had like 15 shots in like 45 <laughs> minutes. Well, so. Before you guys even got there, he was running the 10 McGillicuddy shots move. Yes. A couple did times. you? Did My you, tab was outrageous for two hours at a bar. <laughs> what was Ow. it? I mean, I think we were, we were, we might be north of 500. Really? Yeah. It was an outrageous tap <laughs> for two hours at a bar called Lucky Strike. It's right. a lot for Lucky Strike. Right. <laughs> I thought, I thought 75 McGill shots. Yeah. I thought Jake was done for because of the frequency of the shots. It's funny. I was, I was telling Sandra this morning uh, mm-hmm. that I, I overheard 
uh, a conversation between Jake and Jared uh, at the bar. As I, was, I think I was talking to Pete, but um, you, I think Jared said something along the lines of like, uh, oh, how's it, how, how's it been so far at the bar? Like, how's, how's it been Pat doing or whatever? And Jake goes, we've literally not stopped taking shots since he got here. <laughs> It was the first time I met Pat. He walked right in and he's like, hey, I'm Pat. Nice to meet you. 10 McGillicuddy shots. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, so we do. He seemed doing. like stressed out. <laughs> he was like, there's so many shots. That's just what I do. I'm sorry. Yeah. It seemed like he he like had to like, uh, it's like there's so many, like he had so many like tasks to perform. It's like, I, there's so many things that I have to do before I leave, but it's in the, it's, it was shots. How many shots would you say that you had, Jake? Probably seven no no he had more than that well the, the last few might have been a little hazy okay yeah you had more i mean i probably, double, i probably digits. had like six and i was there for like 35 minutes okay, maybe 12 then. yeah you, had, you were in double digits <laughs> for sure i was in double digits well there was also other kids just buying the same amount yeah. of shots yeah that was which was interesting was because i have my move of buying 10 and then those guys said that's their move now so they were buying yeah 10. The dude, there were literally extra b- shots on the bar and those other kids bought more shots. Yeah. <laughs> it was very confusing. Yeah. Very overwhelming. And then not only was I doing a, a rapid amount of shots in a short span of time, but Sandra didn't want her entire shot. So I I would get a shot and then she would pour some of her shot into mine. So I was taking like a. Yeah, it's just a friend move. Sounds like Sandra. It was just like, you know, like that's what you do, do for your friends. Yeah. When you're hashtag besties. When yeah. you're BFFs and, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, like she doesn't want to take the full shot. It's like, all right, I'll take the rest of your shot. So, mm-hmm. so, so it, hanging out with you is literally the exact opposite of the way that I typically approach drinking. Talking mm-hmm. about me, Pat, Pat, because I don't do shots unless I get so drunk on beer. That I'm like, all right, fuck it. Yeah, whatever. Let's do shots. Mm. So we only did shots. And we pro- I probably did like four or five in like an hour span or whatever. And then I was really drunk and I was like, I want a beer. And I ordered a beer. <laughs> and I had one beer and then I went home. That's it. Yeah. And usually I finish the night off with like a drunk shot that I regret in the morning. And I just capped it off with just like one nice beer. And then I went <laughs> yeah. home. You know what it is? I think I kind of figured it out and I'm not I'm not going to change my ways, but I think I figured it out. Uh, I've been having a lot of like really bad hangovers when I've been drinking recently. And I think it's because of the sugar of the, the vodka lemonades. Oh, for sure. But I had however many shots I had and I'd had like yeah, I woke I up and I was like, morning. I'd if you told me I didn't drink the night before, I would have believed you. The, the uh, John Daly actually talks about it. Uh, people drink wrong. If you drink straight stuff, you're pretty good in the morning. Always. Just like straight. Hey, I'm a scotch drinker. I drink scotch on the roster, scotch neat, and I take shots. And I don't do the green teas and all that bullshit. So like I and <laughs> yeah, and I I oftentimes feel pretty good in the morning. Like I woke up this morning. I was I had a little bit of a headache, but yeah. I chugged some water, went back to sleep. Woke at two p.m. I was good to go. <laughs> to me, I feel like it's mixing the types of that also. That'll, yeah. yeah, that'll that'll get me. That's usually what fucks me over. I think. Yeah, I mean yeah. It, it helps when you're just drinking all the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you know, if you you can't get hungover, if you never stop being drunk, right? right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely built different. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's me going out. I typically, oftentimes now, I'll have like uh, I hold a drink that's just club soda, and I have like a lime in it. Yeah, and then people don't question you because they think you're having a vodka soda, and uh, I just rip shots all night. <laughs> 
<laughs> I and like that, shots. And that's just what I do. I just rip shots. All night. Like If you're coming around me, if you expect to hang out and drink with me, I'm you're going to take shots. And if you say no, I don't want to be around you. Right. Yeah, I want you to drink with me. If you're not going to if you're not going to be a drinker with me, then excuse yourself and go you know, <laughs> go home. Yeah, go off. hang out with someone else. It's yeah. a risky way to approach things because I feel like shots like there's always a point where I've just sent over the edge and it just happens very quickly mm. where I just you're a like cliff guy. Yes, 100 percent. You're fine. And then you're horrendous. I'm not horrendous, but like <laughs> but like I will black out and the lights will just turn off mm-hmm. for the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's fine, though. It's fine, but like it's it's also I can prevent that by being more cautious, slowly drinking. Mm, mm, yeah, that's not as much fun though. You're not wrong. No, last night we stayed at the bar. You guys were at the bar for maybe an hour. Me, Jared, yeah, probably an hour. hour. Less than that, so thirty minutes. <laughs> Jake, how long was I there? About an hour and a half. Then, so they were thirty. I was by an hour before them. So we were there for an hour and a half. We had a great time. We all went home, mm, you know, an hour and a half, a lucky strike and a five hundred dollar bill. I don't know. That's super oh, reasonable. Ages. Super reasonable. I feel I feel like you you belong here. Like it's like I don't like that after tonight. Like, I don't know when the next time I'm going to see you is. Actually, I was already looking at the schedule. Um, <laughs> I can't come back the next Red Sox series. because so I have something to do that weekend. OK, uh, but I think you I think the Yankees are back here. Uh, we still have like 25 more games against the Yankees. Yeah, but there's, I think there's only three more home sets. That's uh, still a lot. That is a lot. But, a lot. Um, it's, it's, we're going into the break and you still play the Yankees at Fenway at least three more times. I believe so, yes. So you have the Yankees again the 12th of August, which I can't be I can't be here. And then one, actually only twice, two more times. And then it's a midweek stuff. I don't like to do midweek stuff because I, you know, it feels weird going out on Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> but like if we're all in it together, then what more do you need? Yeah. Well, I mean, I had it was like and it's, not, it's not like Lucky Strike was fucking popping last night when we were actually. There. That's what I prefer now. As long as I have the crew, right? That's, that's yeah. All but that I matters. think we would probably do it. We would do it. Yeah. Well, it was like I mean, it was pulling teeth trying to get you guys out on a Saturday. I don't know what's gonna be. Well, like no, it was only not. pulling teeth getting us to pick a place. Yeah. And if it's and if it's like a midweek thing, it doesn't matter which place we pick because no. they're all gonna be kind of dead. Mm. We just gotta pick. I mean, I would come here and drink. I don't even. I'd love to have you guys here. Absolutely. Yeah, we just need a better, a little better selection. Well, I mean, I I told you Johnny Damon slept over my fucking apartment and drank all my beer. What? Well, I haven't gotten more. But when, when, I do, when was that? Uh, at the night of Game Six when the Celtics lost the finals. Uh, when was that? Three weeks ago. All right, so you haven't bought beer in three weeks. Mm-hmm. I also because, don't want beer, but because I've been waiting to buy some Blue Moons. Look at that! I've been trying to get Blue Moons, but they've been off the shelves over here at this liquor store because oh. everyone's buying them up. It's the beer of the summer. It's on all my bars. Blue Moon's the beer of the summer right now. Every, <clears throat> every summer. <laughs> every, you Have you been smoking? I'm a cigar guy now. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I love tell. cigars. Mm-hmm. Nothing yeah. like a Blue Moon, though. Nothing like a Blue Moon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, people, that's people, it. That's the ad read. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a Blue Moon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People are just going to get.bluemoonbeer.com slash Jared and they're buying up all the fucking Blue Moon. Mm. Uh, because did you know that uh, baseball... <laughs> Don't let him do that. Yeah. He asked a question, did I know? I responded that I didn't. I didn't get to finish the question. Okay. Yeah, we'll wait. I, did uh, you know? <clears throat> did you know uh, that baseball and beer go hand in hand? I did know that. Yeah, I bet you did. Yeah. 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 
seems like continue. That, that that's probably a question that he would definitely ace. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you definitely. I got that one. Mm-hmm. Continue. Uh, the blue moon mm-hmm. is uh, it's the perfect stadium companion with its bold, <clears throat> bold flavor and bright explosion of color, iconic orange slice ritual, and authentic ballpark roots. In fact, Blue Moon was born in a ballpark first created at the Sandlot Brewery in Denver, Colorado. From the first pitch to extra innings, a Blue Moon guarantees a one-of-a-kind beer experience every single fucking time. Uh, Pat, when's the last time you had a Blue Moon? Have one right now. Yeah, that's delicious. Looks, it looks delicious. Yeah, it it, it bursts with color. But you didn't have uh, you didn't have the orange. That's on me. I should have orange. Yeah, that's here. not on me. But I, I mean, a four game series against the Yankees. Tell me, I'm just going to have oranges left over on a Sunday? No. No. Heavens, no. No, I've already burned through all my oranges. Heavens, no. Yeah. From all the blue moons that I've been drinking all weekend, watching oh, the Red yeah. Sox. Yeah. Um. From its refreshing flavor with Valencia orange peel for a subtle sweetness and hints of coriander. That's how it's pronounced. Mm. Blue Moon Belgian White is a one of a kind beer that's made brighter. It's carefully crafted and full flavored with refreshing notes and a smooth, creamy finish. Why strike out with the same old beer when you can just get something one of a kind? Best served with a signature orange garnish. To showcase its beautiful hazy color, a beer this good only comes around once in a blue moon. That's why it's fucking called Blue Moon. Break out of your same old beer slump. Blue Moon Belgian White is one of a kind every single fucking time. Get Blue Moon Belgian White delivered by visiting get.bluemoonbeer.com slash Jared. That's J-A-R-E-D to see your delivery options. That is get.bluemoonbeer.com dot com slash jared blue moon made brighter and please celebrate responsibly uh the red sox taking three out of four from the new york yankees uh blue moon brewing company golden colorado i mean we're pretty much like all in agreement here that that was a very positive series a very positive series like it doesn't feel like a split hard to feel bad after the way that it ended yeah I would much rather, I mean, speaking, you know, speaking the obvious, uh, much rather lose the first two and win the last two. But the way that they, it goes beyond that. (laughs) It's not just you won the last two, but even in the games that you lost, you made a statement. And you can call that a moral victory all you want. But there's something to be taken from the losses that were a positive. And I'm not one of those dudes that fucking sits there after a loss and is like, well, at least this went right and that went right. No, no, no. You fucked up Garrett Cole again. And the reason why that is more than just a moral victory is because if Garrett Cole has to come back to Fenway Park and pitch in October, it's going to be in his head that he can't fucking beat the Red Sox. That's why. And you'd be like, oh, well, Garrett Cole did beat the Red Sox because they won that game. No, no, no. Franchi Cordero lost that game. Garrett Cole did not win that game. So that's why it's not a moral victory. It's it's a fact that there I mean, are plenty of positives to take even out of the losses. You keep saying, like, uh, highlighting how many positives there are. But, like, I came into today's game thinking, like, this is, like, crucial. Must win. M- essentially must win. Mm-hmm. as as close to it as it can get uh, at this point in the season. 
because the the swing from doing a series split and then on the opposite side winning one out of four and winning that one basically right. by the skin yeah. of your teeth and just kind of getting your shit pushed in by the Yankees would be demoralizing. But now we're talking about how great we feel because of how they played in the the finale. Huge swing. Huge. Huge. And not only did they play great, we played great and didn't have Pavetta's best stuff. Yeah, Pavetta was fucking bad. And I see what I I, listen. I'm going to give him a little credit here on the John Carl Stan Homer Homer. Is a missed call by that uh, home plate umpire, and a 2-0 pitch is a very different than a 1-1 pitch. So I, I give him a little credit there, especially early on in the game. You're going to concede there and have Giancarlo put it in play rather than try to nibble, and it, it ended up going for a homer. But <clears throat> Veta didn't have his best stuff, and we still took it. And <laughs> most people going into that game would consider us to have to have Pavetta throw a good game for us to win that ball game. Yeah, And he, he it was... Yeah, I won't say he was dog shit, but he, he was dog shit. He wasn't great. So he, three and a third, eight is, hits, six earned, two walks, two homers. Like the I'm fact not gonna say that, it's dog shit though, because it's a good lineup. It's he, a good lineup, a good but lineup. he had been two starts ago. I mean, so how many? He wasn't how many, sharp. How many consecutive uh, shit? Uh, he's had what two or three shit starts in a row now. Um, he was bad. His last time out against Tampa. He gave up seven earned runs in five and two thirds. Um, so he, this is a dude <clears throat> two starts ago, two starts ago, June 29th, he had a 3.23 ERA. It took him two starts to get over four. Like we were talking all star game for Nick Pavetta a week and a half ago. And now Nick Pavetta has a 408 ERA on the year because of two dog shit starts. And he just didn't look. And you listen, I had, uh, unlike Jake, I had tremendous seats. Uh, <laughs> so I had, a, I had, there was nothing in my way because if you guys aren't familiar with Fenway, I was sitting in seats where there was just like a net in front of me. I was, it was me in the game. Uh, so I, I had a great look. He just didn't look sharp to me. He wasn't finishing his breaking ball. It was hanging a lot. He wasn't finishing that pitch. His fastball was was okay. I didn't think it was that bad today. I thought his fastball was solid. Maybe you know, paint a little bit better. But who am I to talk? Um, but I just his breaker just he just didn't seem to be finishing. He didn't seem to be getting out on top of that pitch, and it was hanging a lot. And people, it wasn't it wasn't confusing people. And and the thing that people got to talk about when you're when you're talking about missing on your breaker is although yes, you're hanging it and you're getting hits off it. Once the batter no longer has to worry about it, it makes your fastball worse. It makes everything else worse. So it's affecting other pitches, and that's what I saw tonight. Was a it was a sloppy, sloppy. Is 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 the breaker his is out pitch, Jared? Do you know? Pavetta. Yeah. Is yeah. that is the curveball his out pitch? Yeah, yeah. So when your when your out pitch is sloppy and people are no longer worried about it, it makes your entire repertoire that much worse. And you see that's what you're seeing in Tampa. That's what you're seeing tonight against the Yankees. You're seeing a lineup that's it's comfortable at the plate because they're not worried about an out pitch, and you have to have them worry about that, especially against these big these these big lineups like Tampa. Well, I don't know if Tampa has a, good, has a great lineup, but New York does. Yeah, New York so, does. You absolutely have to have that out pitch in order just to keep people, you know, honest at the plate. Those guys were very comfortable up there today. Yeah, the fact that Connor Seabold, I mean, it's a small sample, 
for a dude that dominated at the AAA level, holy shit. Two and two thirds, nine hits, seven earned, a homer. He's got an eleven ninety one ERA in the big leagues this year. Um, Bum. I don't higher than mine. It's. I get that we're at the point now where you're kind of scratching the bottom of the barrel for for depth pitching wise. Uh, and I don't even want to say that like Seabold is bottom of the barrel, but like looking at his numbers with Worcester and comparing that to not just, not just the numbers that he's, he's put up so far in a small sample at the big league level, just watching him. And that's what makes it all the more outrageous that David Price was like, this dude fucking carves (laughs) because even when you want like Brian Bayo, perfect example, his big league debut, it didn't go outstanding numbers wise. But you can see the shit. You're like, that's going to play. Like, that plays at the big league level. And then when you watch Seabold, you're like, well, that slider is not fantastic. And, like, that fastball is not really electric or overwhelming. So, I don't know. I don't know. Like, hopefully he can figure some shit out. But I don't know that I've been super impressed with Seabold to start his his major league career here. Or at least this year because whatever. Um, but I did want to point out one dude who let's just say hypothetically the Red Sox won this series and he would be in some serious contention for Clark's catch-up MVP Ref Snyder Ref Snyder's been fucking he's hitting 344 is that right? Uh, yeah 344 no, because he he pinched it tonight. Three thirty eight with a nine sixty two OPS. Uh, we were up on the monster Saturday night. Dude hit a fucking bomb, pimped it. Former Yankee farmhand pimped it, and then it smashed the back window of one of the dudes that works up in State Street Pavilion. That like always like hooks us up with like tables. It was his. It was his back window, and that's the second time that a home run has smashed his window this season some point, you got to stop parking there. I mean, you get a free baseball every time. I don't know if it's worth worth the <laughs> cost there. I'm sure insurance covers it. The headache alone of getting that replaced. Mm-hmm. Nah, I would. It's like as long as it's a, the Red Sox, it's like, all right. The downside, you have to drive somewhere to get your window replaced. The upside is you get a Red Sox home run ball. That's pretty cool. Mm. I don't know if I'm making that trade. I'm certainly not. I guess you wouldn't. No. Baseball's cool and all. But <laughs> baseball's cool and all. Absolutely not. If I if even let's say I'm in the car and the ball hits my car, it, it breaks the window, comes through, and I have the ball. If someone said, Hey, hey, you this window is magically repaired, if you throw the ball back. I would I would launch that thing. I mean, all you got to do is bring your car there. You act like you're going to physically replace the window yourself. It's a hassle. The insurance not going to want to pay for it. Got to file a claim. Yeah, they're going to have to come out and see it. And they're going to ask why you're, you're, you're parking there. And then if you do it a second time, like, well, listen, listen, but we just paid for this. <laughs> why well, you just did the same thing all over again? Well, I mean, you make a whole f- $5 million a year. Well, well listen, if my, if my window got broken, I just buy a new car. <laughs> I'm not going through the hassle. I'm not going through the hassle. I mean, 
this guy can't park there again because like one more one more time and he's going to jail for insurance fraud. Yes. <laughs> insurance fraud. Yeah. yeah. At least you have proof that it was a home run ball that broke mm-hmm. your window. Yeah. I don't hate that, I guess. You tired, Sandra? Oh, I mean, it's almost about that time <laughs> to put the movies on. <clears throat> are you going to join us tonight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to be watching, uh, I don't know, probably like Scream 3. We're like halfway through the franchise right now. Yeah. Definitely. Have you seen any of the Scream movies? Yeah, I have. You have? Yeah. Uh, have you seen Scream 3? I don't recall. It's been a while since I've seen Screams. Yeah. Maybe uh, we should do like a... Has it been a while since you've heard Screams? That's what kind of Scream you're talking about. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> <clears throat> I was, I was thinking we could have like a like a uh, like a movie marathon. We should tonight. Probably not tonight. Oh, well, what's up? I gotta train in the morning. So, no time. Ten a.m. I mean, it's only one fifteen right now. It's yeah, no, it's only one fifteen. How, <laughs> yeah. how early it is? We still so got we still got three more hours of podcasting to do. Yeah, minimum, minimum, minimum. Yeah, minimum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's pray. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. right. It's three quarters of the way. Prayer. Oh, prayer. Yeah. Uh, Pete, would you like to lead us on this one? Hell yeah, brother. Okay. All right. It's a weird way to start off a prayer. If you'd all join hands, please. Uh, I want to start off by thanking sweet baby Jesus uh, for uh, the friendship that is shared in this room right now. Not only between Jared and and Sandra, but... uh, Amen. Me and Pat getting to meet for the first time. Mm-hmm. All the boys getting to to hang out here. We miss we miss Tyler. Mm-hmm. Miss Tyler. We need to have Tyler here next time. Uh, Amen. But <laughs> Jared is over, over the excuse me what <laughs> Jared is over the prayer. But uh, I, I feel the love and the friendship in this room right now, and mm-hmm. I just that's it's, I just want to highlight it. Yeah, over and out. Amen. Amen. Wow. That's from Deuteronomy. Wow, that was, that was great. beautiful. That was really good. Thank you. I really that was, enjoyed that. Yeah, thanks. That was beautiful. It's not my first prayer. No, it was certainly not. <laughs> not my first prayer. <laughs> that was really good. Um, Jake's takes. I'm just uh, getting ready for the wrap up prayer here. <laughs> <laughs> Drafting it in my head right now. Mm. Yeah, the wrap up prayer is going to be fucking unbelievable. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you're not around for the wrap up prayer. <laughs> Jake gave us an inside look at what the rapper prayer was, and wow, is it exciting. Yeah. There's a light show. <laughs> Fireworks. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, if you're not still at Fenway Park right now, you're about to miss out. <laughs> oh, there's nothing I love more than uh, a Sunday wrap-up prayer. You know what would just make my life? <laughs> if somehow we could pull our contacts together to somehow get Jake to lead a prayer before the Red Sox game. Like with... On the Jumbotron. <laughs> <laughs> like they do before the anthem. Like, yeah. guys, welcome Jake. This is, <laughs> this is Jake's takes prayer. If everyone could just take a knee. Yes, everyone yeah. take a knee. Just yeah. join hands. Yeah. I, 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 we could probably pull that off. We could probably pull that off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've never been on the Jumbotron before at Fenway. Me really? and Jake were on, yeah. on camera all day today. On ESPN. Mm-hmm. And the Jumbotron. 
Yeah. So that's originally like we we sat down you mentioned like, Hey, like these seats, there's a lot of FaceTime here. Mm. And, uh, when I saw like my Twitter was blowing up, like, Oh, you can see you on TV. I thought that that's what they were talking about. I, I don't think we got on TV when we went down there. No, we were in the first row too. I don't know. Yeah, yeah you are. Fuck? You guys didn't have anything impeding your view. Oh. Yeah, Pete. Sorry, Pete deserves. Yeah. Have you been on TV before, like in the crowd? Um, yes, uh, at a hockey game, not a not a Red Sox game. Okay, mm. we're gonna have to make that a priority moving forward. Yeah, we should we should definitely put that yeah. on the list. We need to get Pete on TV. There is something very funny about like a former Major League Baseball player being like, "Yo, these seats are sick." <laughs> Dude, you were you literally used to be on the field. Yeah, it was not a good experience when I was out there though. That's fair. So, it was probably better than I prefer being in seats. Yeah. I always it's still, the closest you've come to having a good time at a yeah. baseball game. Okay, well we're pushing a little farther to be. <laughs> but I, I always thought it was interesting how there could be people at an event, everyone at the same event, and some people just having the worst fucking night and everyone else having a great time. Like well, whoever was whoever like Chapman. Chapman had a fucking atrocious night. He hates himself. Like he is just in his hotel. Oh, no, nah, they're probably on the way back. They're probably, but they're probably already landed in New York because they probably took a flight out. But uh, just having a terrible night and all of us had a, just a tremendous evening. It's I mean, a- maybe he can take some solace in the fact that like him having a bad night led to so many other people having such a good night. I can tell you, I never enjoyed that. Okay. Yeah, no. Like yeah. like the Angels game. I never went home and was like, oh, you know what's great? Is that you think there's so many Angel fans out there that are happy tonight. You think it's because you're selfish? Maybe. You, know, you just don't think about like other people. I was thinking about my Red Sox fans. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. mm-hmm. And that, mm-hmm. and the amount of booze that was raining upon me. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I will say, a lot of Yankees fans at Fenway this weekend. A ton, a yeah. But I That's figured Yankees. that was going to be a thing, though. It's yeah. it's summertime. It's nice. It's, I mean, they've Yankees got a very good. Well they've got a very good team. They yeah, they got a good team. It. I mean, people like. I guess. I guess I took it for granted living in Boston, but like people that don't live here that come here, they also love Boston. I feel like as much as people that love Boston love Boston that live here. Yeah, I mean, Boston. you always Boston. hear like, oh, yeah, Boston's, I mean, I, I hate the Red Sox, but Boston's a great city. Yeah, Boston, all it's time. it's clean, it's safe, it's pretty, there's a lot of stuff to do, it's not overwhelming, smells nice. Weather was great this week, too. Weather was mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing weather. Um, I was here. Pat, so the fact that you're here, um, uh, first, we're, we're going to do Pat's picks at some point. Mm-hmm. Hour three, we're gonna do past picks. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, uh, I I want to say like when when um, it was the anniversary of you striking out Mike Trout recently. Yeah, sixth year. You tired? You want to get in bed? <laughs> Best friends, of course. No, no, no. I didn't say with me. I just yeah. I just offering up my bed. Um, the anniversary was recently. Yeah, and. I had only seen the GIF. Mm-hmm. This anniversary, I saw the video okay. that had sound. Uh-huh. When you struck out Mike Trout, it sounded like the crowd booed. Well, they might have. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of booing happening. <laughs> but why, if a Red Sox pitcher struck out Mike Trout at Fenway, what could possibly make them boo that? I, I don't know. It, where, <sighs> I got to find it. What was what could I search on your Twitter to find that video? Uh, I'm not sure. Was did I tweet it? I don't know. Let me just 
I mean, if you just go on, um, you know, I have the video. I know I have the video somewhere. I've tweeted it enough fucking times. Um, I feel like you could just search like Mike Trout Day. Why? Well, <laughs> I know there's an hour long loop of it on on YouTube. What <laughs> on YouTube? That's yeah, some, some some guy uh, decided to make an hour long video. That's of incredible. It. So I did. Uh, so I did. Um, uh, I have the, the them posted every time there. It does sound those aren't cheers? Yeah, no. <laughs> the crowd is like groaning, like ah, enough already. <laughs> and the Red Sox are losing by fifteen, uh, and they, eighteen, eighteen, <laughs> and they wanted to see something cool, not me strike them out. It. No one's happy you, about that. You think that. that was like a oh, fuck? Now we're gonna have like like three at least three more weeks of of Pat Light. Yeah, they didn't have me. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I got sent down that evening. Really? That evening, I got called into the office right after the game. I didn't, hadn't even taken a shower yet, and uh, yeah, I never came back up. I got traded like two weeks later. Did you, ever, did you ever find that odd that you you pitched twice for them and they trade? Like, did you be like, did something happen that I wasn't aware no. of? Dave, we knew it, who Dave was, Dombrowski, mm-hmm. and I was at, I was like phenomenal in AAA. Yeah, I went like they called me up in April. Uh, I I I did whatever, and then like I didn't give up a run for like a month and a half in, in AAA, and I it was it was so ridiculous that I actually had Scott Boris call Dave Dombrowski why he hadn't called me up yet, then which didn't play well when I got called up and did that. Uh, but yeah, I, I was fucking lights out for a while. You had a one five nine. Yeah, I was fucking disgusting. And then I called up, didn't do well. And I knew once that happened, Dave wasn't going to risk me blowing, like having a worse, uh, like performance in the big leagues. Uh-huh. So I knew he was going to keep me down there. I was going to shove, and then they were going to trade me for more value because they didn't need me. They had Craig Kimbrell, they had Matt Barnes, but there Heath Hembry. They didn't, I didn't need another hearth ring ready, and I had a lot of value. Interesting. You still have a lot of value. Thanks. Yeah, you have a lot of value to us. Ton of value. Yeah. yeah. You're a big value guy to me. Big value. value and values. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Christ yeah, yeah. Guy. Big Christ guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you want to look ahead? Sure. Are you on my baseball, baseball reference page right now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> on your minor league baseball reference page not the Does baseball it's, it's, have his, all of it? it's his homepage. uh there's two different pages oh, okay. yeah yeah there's a lot of numbers here ton of numbers what was your what would you say your favorite number was my favorite number mm-hmm. out of all these numbers out of all those uh-huh. um my whip your whip mm-hmm. not it wasn't good okay it wasn't my favorite number <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Strikeouts per nine. Yeah, you're whipping the minors. Sucked. What the fuck? I probably walked guys. You walked a ton of guys. Yeah. And you gave up hits, dude. The fuck? And you hit 20 people. In my minor league career? Yeah. It was eight years long. That's pretty good. <laughs> 173 games. 355 and two-thirds innings. I mean, 355 and two-thirds innings. And I is hit like, 20 people. That's tremendous. That's like one Nolan Ryan. Like, all right, let me look up Nolan Ryan. 
We're now comparing me to Nolan Ryan, <laughs> one of the greatest pitchers to ever lived. Oh, I mean, he had seasons where he pitched like 300. Let's find a let's find a season where he pitched like 355 innings. All right, he pitched uh, 332 innings, 332 and two thirds innings in 1974. That's outrageous. He hit nine people. You more than doubled that. That's pretty good. <laughs> Twenty people in three hundred thirty-five innings is not a lot. It's more than double what Nolan Ryan would have hit, and he was he was effectively wild. He was effectively wild. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, I don't know how we got to like look at Pat's stats uh, at this point of the of the show. But your minor league ERA was 4.55. Ugh. I was not good in A ball. I was good, really good in double A, and I was pretty good in triple A. Good in college. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's A ball. I was not good. In. What did you say you were good in? I was good in double A. I was good, in, pretty good in triple A. You were great in triple A. I mean, double A. Yeah, I was really good in double A. Two forty three ERA in double A. Yeah, I was only there for two, a month and a half or something like that. Yeah, 29 and two-thirds innings. Yeah, I did terrible like the first two appearances and then I never gave another run. Good for you. Yeah, I said, all right, go to AAA. I hope it works out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you want to look ahead? Look ahead, look ahead. Yeah. Sandra's getting tired. Uh, Jake <laughs> Jake is uh, preparing <laughs> in the corner for his, um, his uh, ending prayer. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Yes. Look ahead. Look yeah. ahead. Welcome, guys. Thank you for coming. Happy Merry Monday morning. Merry Monday morning. The stop and shop look ahead. Uh, Red Sox are. Red Sox is a four game fucking series against Tampa. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, dude. Three. No. Four. 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 Why can't they leave us alone? Now, they're probably actually currently on a plane there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Leave us alone. But the the schedule makers looked at the Red Sox and they were like, fuck you. Here's your second half. I think uh, statistically the Red Sox have the hardest schedule in Major League Baseball in the second half of the season. Or not even the second half. Like from this point forward, starting with this Yankee series and the Tampa one before that. Well, I mean, they have to play the Yankees so 43 times. more times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I mean, the worst team that I'm looking at right now Kansas City sucks, right? Yeah. Cincinnati, two yeah. games set. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's, Pittsburgh's not bad, though. Yeah, they're, they're not sneaky terrible. good. I just assume. That's sneaky good. They're, not, they're, they're just not terrible. Enough. Yeah. Okay. Like, you think you think Pirates, and you're like, oh, that's a... Yeah, I just assumed. That's like a... But this this Red Sox team this year has been very good <laughs> against good teams has been and has really played down to their competition. The Pirates are in third place. They are 36 and 50. Yeah, but it's the division no one cares about. With a negative 129 run differential. Wow. That's impossible to still be better than two other teams in your own division. Well, it's Cincinnati and the Cubs. They're terrible. Both of those are terrible. But not as terrible as the Pirates. Negative 129? What's their run differential on the the other two? Negative 69, negative 96. That's not even close. Right. (laughs) Not even close. The Pirates are so bad. That's, I mean, they're not as bad as the Nats. I didn't realize the Nats were so negative 142 run differential. Holy shit. I mean, the Baltimore Orioles are 
if the Baltimore Orioles win today, they'll be at 500 and every team will have a 500 better record in the AL East. Mm-hmm. Their run differential is negative 14. They've won eight straight games. Anyways, uh, stop and shop, look ahead. Yeah, stop and shop, stop and shop. <clears throat> stop and shop, look ahead. Um, the Tampa Bay Rays are 45 and 40. You've got a game and a half lead on them right now. Uh, they've also lost three straight games coming in here. Um, so that either means that they're due or they're going to keep sucking. Uh, Brian Bale gets the ball uh, in the first game. Rays have not named a starter in the first game, which is today. And then on Tuesday, it's the return of Christopher Allen Sale versus Corey Kluber. And then uh, then you've got Josh Fuck Your Feelings Winkowski versus Shane McClanahan. And then the Red Sox don't have a starter named for Thursday against Drew Rasmussen. Red Sox are two and four against the Rays this year with a negative nine run differential. Not great. Uh, Corey Kluber, four and five, 362 ERA, 111 whip. Um, he's already thrown 82 innings this year. It's already his most innings pitched since 2018. <clears throat> his last outing against the Red Sox, he kind of shoved seven. Uh, it was on. It was like a week ago, six innings, three hits, <clears throat> shutout, five strikeouts and a dub. Um, he does not walk people at all. His sinker, it's hittable. Rays are eight and eight in games that he starts this year. Uh, Jackie Bradley, that was the parlay. Jackie Bradley was part of my Red Sox same game parlay. And I was like, Jackie Bradley to get a hit was part of it. And everyone was like, there's no fucking way, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, JBJ, 7 for 20 with a double and two home runs against Corey Kluber in an 11.58 OPS. J.D. Martinez, who, by the way, huge fucking homer tonight. Shout out to Julio Daniel. That that uh, It ended up being kind of not necessarily a blowout, but it wasn't close. But J.D., he hasn't hit a home run in like fucking eight years. Him hitting a two-run <clears throat> dinger to tie it off Jamison Tyon. Uh Right center, classic JD going the other way. <clears throat> that two-run home run tied the game. That was big at the time. I don't want to forget that. I want to note that homer. Um, he's nine for 23 with a couple doubles, a couple homers against Kluber. And then Devers, one for six. That We haven't mentioned Devers really at all besides the Garrett Cole conversation. I don't know that we see him again in the first half. Not that there's a ton of time left in the first half, but I think... I think that they would be wise to put him on the injured list to uh, give him rest. Not that he can't go out there and play, but it's like a lower back thing. He was like grimacing when he was swinging, when he was even when he was throwing from third base. I think it would be wise to, I guess, not allow him to go to the all-star game. Just give him the entire rest of the first half plus the break to rest. That would be smart if you're the Red Sox. Anyways. Uh, Shane McClanahan, he's fucking nasty. He's nine and three with a 173 ERA, an 081 whip, and a 12.2 strikeouts per nine. Uh, leads the American League in ERA whip, uh, strikeouts to walks ratio, uh, ERA plus hits per nine. Leads all of Major League Baseball with 141 strikeouts. He's just fucking nasty. Um, 
He's got a 188 ERA at home. Not great. Not great. Uh, he's only allowed more than two earned runs in a start twice all season. But both times, there was, it was only three earned runs. He's completed six or more innings in 11 straight starts. He faced the Red Sox back in April. Seven innings, six hits, two earned runs, seven strikeouts. He's just fucking nasty. Um, Ref Snyder owns that ass, though. Two for five with a double. Uh, and then Drew Rasmussen struggled his last three starts. Hasn't completed five innings. Um, missed most of June with a hamstring injury, so he's trying to get his footing. Uh, he's pretty good at home. He's actually really good at home. And um, the Rays are 9-5 and five when he starts. Uh, I feel like prediction-wise, we probably should start with Jake. Feels like you're pretty run-of-the-mill sweet. <laughs> Um, Pete, what do you think? Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say splitskies. Another split, another splitskies. Double down. So we haven't won a series since June 28th, before June 28th. That date doesn't mean anything. Yeah, no, I no, I actually uh, I ran into a gentleman at Fenway Park tonight who was wearing the June 28th shirt, and I was just like, I don't know, where the fuck did you get that shirt? <laughs> it's like I don't what know. The fuck like, does that mean? Yeah. Um, <coughs> Patrick. I think we take three or four. Three of four. Yeah. Three of four. Yep. Back end of this series, fantastic. Yep. Uh, we got Chris Sale coming back. Uh, the team's excited. We're gonna get a ton of rest tonight. Mm-hmm. It's only a three-hour flight down there. They'll, yeah. they'll feel wake up feeling great. Probably the show and go tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, team's taking three or four. Will this be the first series we win in the AL East? Yes. It's going to be Mar- marking one? the counters. This one? This one. This one? Marking the counters. It's happening. Okay. Uh, Sandra? What do you think? Mm, she was sleeping. Okay. Uh, that feels like a three out of four. Yeah. She agrees. She, yeah. Uh, so that's three, three out of fours, a sweep, and a split. Okay. I don't know. I feel, I, I actually, I, I don't think it would be crazy if they took three out of four. It's tough when you don't have a, uh, a Red Sox starter named for the fourth and a, a Rays starter for the opener. But based on this, <clears throat> a lot of eyeballs on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. A lot of eyeballs on Tuesday. Chris Sale coming back. Um, this being after his his fucking destruction of the Woo Sox clubhouse. When's uh, McClanahan pitching? That is the third game Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. Why are you going to go? No. Why are you asking? No, just because that is uh, a, a viable loss game. Yeah. yeah. And it's Winkowski. Yeah. Well, he Winkowski already told me he's not impressed. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. He's so. he's got some he's got some avenues to work with. He can already he can say he's not impressed with Shane McClanahan, or he <laughs> yes. can say that he. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah, or he can say that he is impressed he's with the trap. He lost. He didn't do well. Yeah. He didn't come out, so he's not impressed. I love it. Yeah. If Winkowski, if Winkowski gives up like six earned runs <laughs> and four and a third, and then McClanahan goes like eight innings with 14 strikeouts with one earned run and no walks, 
Like honestly, like I heard a lot about this McClanahan guy. Not impressed. Yeah. Eh. I was a picture tonight. It's pretty stock standard <laughs> starter. Trash. Trash. <laughs> Trash. Run of the mill. Replacement level. Yeah. Trash. Go down the triple A. Yeah. Um, all right. Are there any other uh final thoughts here? No, listen. I think it's time for for Jake's Jake's final prayer. prayer. Yeah, he's got the light show going. The fireworks have been set. Mm-hmm. Got Jake. Got Jake. Should we hold hands? Yeah, of course. Yeah, we should hold hands. All right, yeah. please, please. <laughs> All right, sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna wrap this one up. No, you always love a good wrap up prayer. <laughs> um, yeah, let's just pray that Winkowski still continues to be unimpressed by every single player and field that he ever comes across. Mm-hmm. Let's pray we got a sweep down in Tampa. Um, let's pray that we still continue to play some good ball mm-hmm. and, uh, let's pray that we get a good start out of sale on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Sweet baby cheese. Sweet baby cheese. This was great. <sighs> this was great. This uh, was great. Peter, you have any, any final thoughts? I just, Jake is, I, I the word of God. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Straight from, straight from God's mouth to our ears mm-hmm. delivered through Jake. Amen. The new Testament Amen. by Jake. Amen. Um, All right. We'll be back on that. I don't know what the fuck. (laughs) Because I. You guys are traveling, aren't you? Yeah, I fly to LA. I guess we'll. Are we. We're going. Yeah, we're going at like 1130 in the morning. All right. Yeah. So we'll be able to still record on Thursday. All right. We'll be back uh, for you on Friday. We're recording after the game on Thursday. Live from fucking Los Angeles, California. We'll have boots on the ground <clears throat> for the All Star Game. Um, Saunders sleeping, so we got to wrap this up. All right, <laughs> see you. We'll see you Friday. This is great. See you Friday. Thanks. Bye. Buenas noches, amigos.